0: Stand up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessing be, O Solomon. A song of our teacher David, the prophet and king. May his blessing be, upon Solomon. O Lord my God, you have multiplied your wonderful works and in your souls there is none who shall be likened to you and let them that love your salvation say continually the Lord be magnified comes in the name of the Lord, O Lord Savior of us, all Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Glory be to you forever and ever. Amen. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, the sister sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto this, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was Then after this he said to the disciples let us go to Judea again the disciples said to him Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you and you are going there again Jesus answered and, they answered, and there are not twelve hours in the day if anyone walks in the day he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world but if one in the night he stumbles, because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sake that I was not there, that you may believe, that nevertheless let us go to him. Then Thomas, who is called dead, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews, had joined the woman around Martha and Mary To comfort them concerning their brother Then Martha, as soon as she heard that she, Jesus was coming Went and met him But Mary was sitting in the house Then Martha said to Jesus Lord If you had been here my brother would not have died But even now I know that whatever you ask of God God will give you Jesus said to her your brother Father will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world and when she said these things she went her way and secretly called Mary her sister saying the teacher has come and is calling for you as soon as she heard that she arose quickly and came to him now jesus had not yet come into the town but was in the place where martha met him and the jews who were with her in the house and comforting her when they saw that mary rose up quickly and went out followed her saying she is going to the tomb to weep her. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? Then they said to him, Lord come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone laid against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then he took away the stone from the place where the dead man was laying, and Jesus left up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus come forth!'" And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave cloth, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Lose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the thing Jesus did, believed in him. name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today as we heard in the Synexarium we celebrate the departure of Saint Mary the Magdalene and we heard here today in the gospel and her meeting with our Lord Jesus Christ and we saw at the very end of the miracle she was not believing him and when he told her or told them lift out the stone, she said, Lord, by this time he had a stench because he died for four years. At the same time, on this Wednesday, we will start the fast of Virgin Mary whom when he heard the Lord, the angel telling her, you are going to be the mother of God, it ends up in her dialogue with him, saying, let it be the according to your word, I am the maidservant servant of the Lord. So while we are celebrating both of them, Virgin Mary and Mary Magdalene would like to see a difference in perception at one point. That's why our talk today is one mouth and two ears. But before we start, let me share with you the words of origin. We are saying the word of God is in your heart. It might not, but this is the right place to have it. The word of God should be in your heart. Why? The word digs in this soil so that the spring may gush out. The spring of the reality of the presence of Christ in your life. The spring of the reality of the faithfulness of the follower of Christ. Many springs can spring up from those who have the word in their heart. Our bullying Epistle today was from Philippians chapter 1, uh, the first, last few verses and the beginning of chapter 2. And St. Paul, or the reading, started with this verse. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So that whether I come and see you, or am absent, I may hear of your affairs. That you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. is asking us for one thing. To only... Let your, your conduct worthy, be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So, if we put this in front of our eyes, thinking of the miracle of today, raising Lazarus from the dead, from the dead, the Lord just said one word: Lazarus, come out. And He's urging us to have this power of the world. Sometimes we feel the Lord is asking us for too much. Be holy, because I am holy. And sometimes it's telling us commandments, we feel it's too much as well. Love your enemy, how come I can do it? But it's telling us it's time to believe that there is a power in the word itself. It will gush out a spring of life when you accept this word, when you motivate the power of this word in your life. So the first thing about the power of this word, to have a good ear, good reception from the Lord be sure that your calling is only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ and why? the Lord said in the last verse in John chapter 12 with full assurance for every one of us whether you believe it or not whether you enjoyed it or not whether you experience this power or not yet and I know that His command is everlasting life That's why when Jesus said to the dead person, Lazarus, Lazarus come forth to obey him, it's the power of everlasting life. Even the dead man is able to obey. What about us who are pretending to be living? Are we in the full power, full spirit to receive the word and to know that his command has its own everlasting life? Then our next reading was from 1st Peter chapter 1 and it's telling us in the power of the word, the spoken word from the mouth of the Lord. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. It will endure forever. Do you believe it? Yes or no? It will endure forever. Did you read it before? Do you know it or not? Still it will remain forever. Sometimes I feel by ignoring the world we are in a safe place. Unfortunately we are in the wrong place. It's right and worthy to know that the law is valid whether you know it or not. The law is applicable whether you know it or not. So it's good to know it, to have the power of the everlasting life of the Word of God. That's why and Paul was talking to Timothy, and he was telling him, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And the word inspiration means the breath of God. Do you believe that it's the same breath when he said, let it be light? He's now telling you, this word is my breath. When you ordain a deacon, we tell him, continue and be persevering in reading the word of God, which is the breath of God. And it's the same thing. If you go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and verse 8 and 9, it says that the Lord is going to destroy the Antichrist with the breath of his mouth. It's so powerful as such. The word of the Lord is the breath of his mouth. It has the power to give everlasting life. It has power to give me the opportunity and the gift to perform this command in my life as well and then our reading from the book of Acts chapter 19 it says again some people hear the word but not believing in it and then trying to react on what they don't believe and here is the disaster the sons of Sikiva heard that Paul is casting out demons by the word of his mouth by the power of the name of Jesus and they decided to do the same We saw the power of the name of Christ, we saw the power of saying these words, let us do it, and hear what happened. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took took it upon themselves to call the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus, over those who have devil, evil spirits, saying, it seems, because I heard Paul saying it, I can make it. We exercise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches, but you don't know Paul. Even the evil spirits were mocking at them. I know Jesus, I know Paul, but who are you? So it's time to know now. Do I know the word that Paul was spoken? The word, the power of the name of Jesus, but I don't know personally. I hear a story about how the name is so powerful and able to cast out demons. But I am still possessed, still obsessed. Why? Because I don't know the power of it. I'm not acting, I'm not living worthy to the conduct of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And here, what we heard in the gospel today. It is the same mouth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And He said two things to two different ears. The first one, was the whole multitude, but one lady responded. Jesus said, Take away the stone. It's the same mouth, the same power, and the same command. In a way that the Lord is commanding, so it's the same principle. Then, in the following verse, verse 43, Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. It is the same mouse, but let us find out two different ears responding to the same mouth of the Lord. The first one was Martha. Martha was saying, Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead for four days. You are hearing the mouth of the life giver you are hearing the mouse who said let it be light and it was who said let it be life and it was and now you are arguing with your mind exactly like the man who was by the pool for 38 years he was telling "him I have no man to throw me in this water when stirred up by the angel I'm trying to find an excuse to remain where I am in my death status in my status where there is no hope I'm here for 38 years and maybe more. But the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon was saying to us where the word of the king, there is a power. Do you believe in this power? It is the same word said thousand years years ago, it is read today and it has the same power because it is the word of the king. Where the word of the king is, there is power. And who may say to him, what are you doing? This is exactly what Martha said. What are you doing? What are you asking us to do? How come that we want us to roll the stone? And you know that he died for four days. When we start to think and to oppose the word of God. When I start to make my own morals, my own standards pretending that I can do it better than anyone else. That's why Jerome is encouraging us. Are you reading you are reading no. He's talking about reading the scripture. You are reading no. You your betrothed is talking to you. The heavenly groom is talking to you if you have a relationship with him. If not you can start. It is your betrothed that Christ that is Christ who is united with you, he tears you away from the solitude of the desert you are living in the desert if you are not talking to your group wife, and brings you into his home it's his home which should be your home as well saying to you enter into the joy of your master if you are not joyful this morning because you are not in your home you are not talking to your betrothed and you are not enjoying which joy of the house of your master the second year was unfortunately the dead person who was able to respond properly as if he is calling us be dead to your own old self be dead to your own old nature as Bishop Calestus say says you will remain dead as far as you refuse to die it's time to decide to die to be able not to remain dead anymore, to be risen with him. The second ear was, and he who had died came out, bound hand and foot, with grave clothes. He was able to respond properly, and he came out of his grave. He's calling us this morning not to go home as we came, not to go home with the same despair, with the same deaf ears, not receiving a message, a talk from my betrothed anymore, but. Accepting his call and enjoying the fullness of the joy of his house and because we are ending the liturgy always with the Eucharist and this is one of the great hymns in the, during the communion, I hope that at one point we can be able to sing it in English. We say the bread of life which came down from us for us from heaven has given life to the world it 's not only the word spoken or the power of the spoken word is the power of you being united with the incarnated word of God who is the real bread of life who came to give us life unto the whole world and you too, O Mary, have borne in your womb the rational manna which came from the Father to give you and me life and life eternal. May the Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.